The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. The benches are going to clear, and they're going to—they're getting in a boxing match. And Tim and Jose Ramirez both got big-time shots in, and I think Ramirez cold cocked Tim. Messi up over. Get inside, get inside, take shelter. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. Toby and Drake with you, A1 and McGriddle. We're only getting to 87 for a high today. Stormy this morning across the state. Had a very nice rain shower just moved through the ranch here. New week, 26 days away now, folks. We're getting close. Drake, can you feel it? Are you getting a little bit of uh, anticipation bubbling in your soul? Getting those uh, preseason butterflies. They're starting yep. to boil up quite a bit. So, yeah. Everything They're fluttering. Uh, radio crew-wise, you got everything you know, well, dusted uh, off what needs to be dusted off. You tested everything. We ready to roll? Uh, there's a couple things that we've been working on with the booth that I checked on last week, see how the progress was, and uh, hopefully it gets done this week. But aside from that, we should be good to go. There's some equi- the uh, new equipment that we're supposed to get for the 2023 season. Mm-hmm. Uh, still waiting on it, but yeah, overall we're, Did we get we're in good shape. Teddy's uh, thrown in yet that he requested for his uh, seat in the booth? Yeah, I, that's the big change that we're having to make for the booth right now. Because as Space you know, we're kind of packed yeah. packed in like sardines. Right. So um, it's kind of crazy that we're having to do a full demo of the booth just to fit a throne for Teddy. But, you know, mm-hmm. when he makes demands like that, he makes demands like that. And he throws his weight around. So He won the butt kiss. That's right. He can have what he wants. That's right. So it is what it is. 26 days away from kickoff, folks. Um, so conference realignment. Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. Arizona, Arizona State, Utah headed to the Big 12. Obviously, Colorado decided to, they were the first domino of the latest round of dominoes. So that's uh, 16, right, Drake, now? 16 for them. And um, Oregon and Washington go to the Big 10. That's 18 for them. Am I right, Drake? Is my math adding up here? Yeah, yeah, that's right. SEC 16, mm-hmm. Big 12 16, Big 10 18, mm-hmm. ACC 14, two independents. I mean, two 
pertinent independents in Notre Dame and Stanford. Is that correct? Yes. So that equals 66. Yes, 66. Yes. Um, I mean, ideally 64 because that's what the NCAA basketball tournament is, but 66 is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, people are tired of me bringing this up, but I mean, the next step is, okay, we've got four super conferences now. This is what we've kind of anticipated for years. Four super conferences, in my opinion, 66 teams that will be in the hunt for the national championship for that 12 team playoff. Now we got to figure out, we got to figure out a new system of how the 12 team playoff is going to work now, by the way, but. Um, I would suggest the following, Drake. And I don't think this is not something that won't be brought up. Probably won't happen, but, I mean, we live in a crazy world right now, Drake, so I wouldn't rule it out. The American Conference USA, the remaining independents not named Notre Dame and Stanford, the MAC, the Mountain West, the Sun Belt. That's your group of five. Those five conferences get into four. Figure it out. Have yourself a big old meeting and get those five conferences get into four. Okay? So you've got four big conferences. You've got four little conferences. You know where I'm going here? Yeah, I brought this up on Friday and was told oh, how ahead. dumb I am. Go ahead. Relegation, is that up? what you're going to say? Yeah, what did, what did you bring up? Relegation. Well, I mean, how, did you have, did you bring up a plan for relegation? I didn't I'm have about a plan. To I just said work. that okay. there's probably, it's a matter of time before we move to that because of the structure that is going to be in college football with there only being four power conferences most likely. Because, I mean... Very much on Friday morning, it was still in question whether or not the Pac-12 was going to completely dissolve like it ended up doing Friday evening. But I just asked the question, uh, are we headed towards relegation, which I think you've brought up plenty of times as well. Yeah. But I, this, this is a football-only conversation as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, you know, plenty of teams in basketball and baseball that are not in Power 5 conferences like the way it is now, they're making it into NCAA tournaments, so forth and so on. This is a football-only conversation. But whoever finishes in last place each year in each of the four power conferences drops down, and whoever wins the smaller conferences moves up. And you have, uh, like, a uh, each conference is tied to a triple-A affiliate, if you will. For example, the Big 12 and the Mountain West would be partners. Or the SEC and the American. So last place SEC drops down into the American. First place American moves up into the SEC. Probably not going to happen. Going to be hard to convince any of the schools right now that are in you know, the big boy conferences to agree to this. But, man, it would be so much fun for fans. Uh, yeah, I'm going to imagine that Vanderbilt is way out on uh, the plan of Rutgers. relegation altogether. Yeah, Rutgers, too. Well, the, the schools 
who should be relegated are not going to be in favor of relegation. However, they don't – they hold one vote. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So, again, probably crazy, but this is the time for craziness. The crazy things are happening all around us. So, I, I don't know. I don't know that – you you might have to legally at some point, if the group of five teams get together and say, hey, we've been closed out of this thing, then you might have to give them some pathway to being a part of it. And this would be the answer to that. Because, man, I'm telling you, relegation is awesome. It is awesome theater. It is not only are you glued to the top of the standings, but you're glued to the bottom as well. And in some ways, that part of it is even more entertaining than the than who's winning the championship over in, in soccer. So, um, anyway, we'll see. What a world we live in, though, Drake. Oregon and Washington to the Big Ten. Arizona, Arizona State. So, we agree SEC Big Ten are one, two. They're the two power brokers here. They're the best two conferences. Who's third now? I I would probably say top to bottom the Big 12 is better, but you're – Top teams in the ACC are better in Clemson, Florida State. So are we I think, just talking football? Yeah, I'm just talking okay. football. I mean, this is what the entire conversation's about: is football, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, I that, that entire yeah. relegation conversation was you talking about football. So, I mean, this. Yeah. Okay. All of this Fair conference enough. realignment's happening because of football. I mean, ACC is. Uh, I mean, ACC is. Not what it once was in basketball, if you want to bring up basketball. Baseball, uh, it's probably the conference right behind the SEC. Yeah, ACC is a really good baseball conference. But let's just keep it to football. Okay. So, I, as I was saying, so like, was Big answer? 12 top to bottom, I think, is a better conference right now than the ACC. But I think that Clemson and Florida State are two programs that are in better shape than anybody in the Big 12. Definitely Clemson. I mean, they they are yeah. clearly the best team in those two conferences. I, I guess you could make an argument right between now. Florida State and Utah for what Utah has done the last few years. I mean, historically, no. No, 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 no. I mean, historically, Florida State and Miami would be the next two mm-hmm. choices, right? Yeah. Uh, both of them on hard times in recent years. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I'm trying to think of what you said about top to bottom big 12 is better. I'm trying to decide if I agree with that or not. Explain to me what you mean by that. Well, I mean, whenever I look at the big 12, it is hard for me to distinguish, especially with the revitalization that Lance Leopold's had with Kansas of who is for sure the team that you would look at. Like, you brought up Rutgers. I brought up Vanderbilt for the Big Ten and the SEC. Who is the obvious team that would be relegated for the Big 12 year in, year out, or be on the verge of relegation? I mean, I think that the Big 12 was as even as it has been in a long time last season. Yeah. 
I mean, that's true, but Kansas is historically bad. Yeah. Uh, some of these new teams coming in, you know, maybe Colorado they've has had been a... terrible the last, basically right. since and, they left. Who knows if living in a bigger conference like Houston or Cincinnati or UCF is going to be anything. You know, I mean, we don't we don't know. Uh, certainly, even like an Arizona State, or you mentioned a Colorado, not been great. I don't know. I, I'm looking across. You're you're probably right, but like for example, Virginia Tech finished last in the ACC Coastal last year. Mm-hmm. Virginia Tech's a great program. Oh, well, great, a very good program yeah. with tradition there. You know, mm-hmm. so. Especially the last 30 years. I mean, there's going to be some, maybe some OSU fans listening or some Big 12 fans listening out there. I I give big kudos to Brett Yarmark and the Big 12 for saving it. They they look like they were going to be blown asunder, torn apart, and scattered to the four corners of the earth. And they have saved it. And now they're one of the big boys. They've done a great job. But I still think it's behind the ACC. And I think it is pretty clearly behind the ACC because of the top of the conference. Mm -hmm. For now. Maybe that changes uh, over the next decade. Maybe a team or two emerges from the new-look Big 12. But there's nobody in that conference, the new-look Big 12, who is a, I mean, I guess TCU played for it last year. Okay, so I shouldn't say it. TCU played for it last year. But there's nobody, yeah, there's nobody that's a blue blood. There's nobody that is a perennial contender in college football. They've done a great job. I'm not insulting anyone. They've done a great job. But you've got three programs in the ACC in Clemson, Florida State, Miami, down now or not, that are some shade of blue. They're not elite. You know, they're not living in the Oklahoma, Alabama, Ohio State, USC world, Notre Dame. They're not living in that world. But they're living in the world right under it. And while there are some rum-dums in the ACC, Boston College or, I mean, whoever you don't like, Syracuse in football. I mean, Duke had a pretty good team last year. But, you know, there are some rum-dums. There's rum-dums in the Big 12, too, man. So I still give the advantage of the ACC because of the big dogs at the top of the ACC. Now, Florida State's trying to get out, but I don't know where they're going to go. I mean, if I'm the rest of the conferences, don't you say, hey, listen, stay put, man. We need you to stay put. We need four conferences here. We can't go to three conferences of 24 teams each. That doesn't make any sense, does it? I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about that wrong. Maybe it doesn't feel like a conference anymore. I don't know where Florida State's going to go in all this. I guess maybe the SEC. I mean, maybe the SEC is looking at the Big Ten and saying they got 18, we only got 16. 
we need as many teams as them? Maybe not. So as it's constituted right now, slight edge, maybe even more than a slight edge ACC over Big 12. Agree, disagree? No, I agree. That's they got they got the they got the power brokers yeah, there. Yeah, they got the blue bloods. They've got Clemson. They've got Florida State for now. I mean, that's the way I would lean. Combined national championships in football in the ACC. Uh, I don't have the total off the top of my head, but it is more than the Big Twelve. Yeah. way more. A whole lot more. Yeah. But yeah, Colorado got them one. Back in the day. Well, and uh, depending on how you count your national titles, too, OSU has one. Oh, 1945, that great 1945 (laughs) squad that they had. I forgot about that one. That's right. All right, 719 in the morning. Uh, We'll hit your thoughts on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line when we come back. 405-651-3439. I'm probably wrong. I'm usually wrong about everything. So you go ahead and text me and tell me where I'm wrong. Countdown continues. We unveiled team number 15 at the bottom of the hour. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KREF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. Welcome back. T-Row in the Morning Show. Hour 2. Toby Rowland and Drake Dyken here with you. Turkey bacon on his way to hopefully not be turkey bacon for a brown bear up in alaska grizzly bear up in alaska they do not eat turkey bacon fake bacon up there i mean they eat meat i mean are you talking about just i'm talking about grizzly bears oh well i mean they would probably eat any kind of meat they probably prefer pork though i don't know i can't imagine that there's a trust me i know this up in uh Grizzly Alaska. bears do not prefer turkey bacon. Okay. <laughs> they prefer it's a pork fact. bacon? Okay. Interesting. Uh, this hour of the Tiro in the Morning Show is brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing, locally operated in Norman and in Edmond. Visit them at blackthunderroofing.com or give them a call at 405 473 8028 to get a free estimate today, uh, free estimate and inspection today on any storm damage that you've gotten here in the last few months. Uh, They are your one-stop shop for customers looking for one contractor to take care of all of their storm damage needs. That's Black Thunder Roofing, blackthunderroofing.com, 405-473-8028. Kenneth Lemire Chevrolet, text line, Mm T-Row. San Diego State for basketball and Oregon State for baseball. Uh, was the idea being thrown out for attractiveness, but they are too late to the party. Yeah, I mean, basketball's been brought up in some of these conversations because Gonzaga was the one team that was thrown out there a while for the Big 12. I can't imagine at this point that Oregon State gets added to a conference because of baseball. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, sixteen's enough. Yeah. One. I mean, let's just start there. It's too many, honestly. But it's enough. Uh it ceases to be a conference at some point. It becomes a league mm-hmm. or whatever you call it. I mean, that's basically so, what it is that 
OU's entering in the SEC right. to where you're only playing, aside from the one-off of Texas, you're playing teams every other year. Right. So, and, and the Big Ten's gone to 18. I don't know that they were crazy about it, but they did it. And so 16's enough. No, they're not going to go make it 17 and 18 for a baseball and a basketball school. I mean, I know San Diego State just went to a Final Four, but Gonzaga's got the better basketball, mm-hmm. uh, you know, recent success than San Diego State does. Yeah, but, I mean, obviously Gonzaga's non-existent in football, too, mm-hmm. is the other thing. So That's right. Next up out of Nacogdoches. Good morning from Nacogdoches, Texas. Toby did say K-State, by the way. Okay, thank you. There you go. Uh, Nacogdoches? Nacogdoches. Te- now, they said tex- Texas, right? Yeah. It says Texas on there? Uh... The text line says that it's from because it gives you sometimes the city and state. Oh, okay. So it says Nacogdoches, Texas. Let's make sure it wasn't Nacogdoches, Louisiana, but this is Nacogdoches, Texas. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, right. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so does Nacogdoches? Does it have the S at the end? I think they're spelled the same, aren't they? I don't know. You, I you're the one that brought it up. I didn't even know it. Well, existed. you're making me. You're making me second guess myself. That's where Northwestern. Louisiana State is. Oh, I'm pretty sure they're spelled the same. Somebody out there is going to text right now, and the one in Texas is pronounced Nacogdoches, and the one in Louisiana is pronounced Nacogdoches. Pretty sure that's right. Bo in Murray County says Drake, help us out in Murray County. Weak, no signal. It's a buzzkill on the lake. Oh, get the we, app, man. Get the app. We might be working on something in the Murray County area, though. Maybe. Hey, man, you can hear us on the app in Murray County, in Romania, in the hinterlands. I mean, I don't know if that's true. They might not have good cell coverage in the hinterlands. But get the app no matter where you are, traveling, on the road. We have people listening to us in an airplane right now at 30,000 feet because they got the Wi-Fi hookup. Get the app. Uh, out of the 580, just says Fort Cobb as far as, uh, mm. towns in Oklahoma yeah, that are listening. Fort so. Cobb, my bad. And Broxton. Uh, Fitztown says that they're listening. Listen in Fitztown via the app. Show needs TJ no days off. Well, thank you, Fitztown. Uh, wow. Fitztown, That's you, a shot right at you. Yeah. Uh, Fitztown, greater Ada area, correct? Am I right on that? Uh, don't know the answer to that. I believe Fitztown right and Fitzhugh are just outside of, uh, the Ada area. I could be wrong. They are two different communities? Yes. Are they after the same family? Don't know. The the, the Fitzes incorporate Fitztown and Fitzhugh? Possibly. Who knows? Not me. Somebody knows. Uh Uh-huh. Somebody on the text line answer that for us. Uh, And if I'm wrong, Fitztown, I apologize. But, you know, you probably had it coming by saying Fitztown. The show needs TJ, which I agree as far as my Ada. sleep schedule. Okay, I got you here. Fitztown, just outside Ada, spelled F-I-T-T-S. Mm-hmm. Fitzhugh, just outside F-I-T-Z. Ada. Spelled, uh-huh, F-I-T-Z, yeah. so yeah. maybe two different Fitzes. There you go. All right. Uh, Bud Light Disrespector, y'all should play the Waylon Jennings version, never been to Spain, every now and then. 
How you mm-hmm. feel about that, T Row? I'm fine with that. Okay. Uh, the one, one problem Stanford will have saying independent that Notre Dame doesn't have to worry about is a TV contract with a big fat check. Stanford won't be able to have a source of income without joining a conference. Well, they'll get something. It won't be Notre Dame money, but Stanford is in less need of money than most other schools in America. <laughs> yeah, they've got a they've, they've got a, one of the bigger endowments in all the Stanford's country. Stanford's doing okay. I'm not I'm I'm not saying they wouldn't like to have fifty to seventy mil extra rolling in a year from a TV contract, but maybe Stanford and Notre Dame partner together to say we're a package deal going forward tv contract wise what do you think about that i could see those two entities teaming up together not, yeah, they're not it, a conference or anything they're just like listen we're that's, a package that's that's kind of what i was thinking as well is that maybe you have some type of partnership between the two universities so yeah i don't think it's i don't think it's absurd by any means because then it's there doesn't even have to be a natural tie of them playing each other necessarily I'm sure that, like, no, but they do in football anyway. Right? But yeah, yeah. But I mean, it wouldn't necessarily have to be tied in that avail. Right, right, right. No, All right. Well, that'll be interesting. Seven thirty-two. The countdown hits number fifteen when we come back. Stay with us. The Ref Radio Sports <laughs> Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. How do I say goodbye to what we They have great identity. They're national brands. You found somebody, haven't you? You wanted your voice. Say it. Oklahoma State's not going to change what you do because Oklahoma chose to go to the SEC. They need to change what they do because they're the ones that made their mind up to go to the SEC. What is this? What's happening? What Robert is trying to say is that we are getting a divorce. Don't do this. No. No. I gotta say, I could have called this one. No. Yeah. Is it our fault? Is it because we were bad? Please don't cry. Please don't. All Oklahoma had to do was not go to the SEC. So it is what it is. And in Oklahoma's case, I think they were more of what I would call uh, the reluctant bride. Financially, it's the only responsible thing to do. Uh, bottom line, we carried the league financially. Uh, us in Texas with TV money and whatnot. We accelerated Texas and OU withdrawal, which was a win-win for all parties. It's time for one last countdown and a final ride with the Big 12. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it sucked. We kicking this something. We kicking this thing off. Here we go. Live. From the Palace in Piedmont, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 Countdown, brought to you by Carter Jennings Law. Now, with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. 
Thank you, TJ. It is time for the countdown, brought to you by the Carter Jennings Law Firm. Two weeks in, 10 teams in, and the countdown hits number 15 today. And uh, got an interesting team to talk about today, but as always, we want to remind you of what we've had so far on the countdown. You ready, Draker? Yeah. All right, here we go. 25 was... First team on the countdown out of the Big 12 Conference, Texas Tech. Formidable this year. Tyler Shuck back at quarterback. Fascinating game with Oregon in week two at 24. We went back-to-back Carolinas starting with South. Spencer Rattler's team opens after an impressive year last year. They open with the Tar Heels in week one. At 23, speaking of, North Carolina was our 23rd ranked team. He had a Drake May Spencer Rattler showdown in the Dukes Mayo Preseason Invitational Bowl or whatever it's called. By the way, I went Dukes Mayo. Uh, last time we went to the grocery store, we were out of mayo. I've never bought Dukes before, but it was there. I thought I'll give it a try. Haven't haven't tried it yet. I don't know. But. Isn't that interesting, Drake? Very interesting. You'll have to let me know because uh, you like to make your grilled cheese sandwiches with mayo, yeah. correct? That's yeah. exactly right. Ooh. 22. Texas A&M came in at number 22. Got to have a better offense this year if you're Jimbo Fisher. That's why he went and got Bobby Petrino to ride in on a motorcycle to try to save the day. 21. I believe it's pronounced Arkansas at 21. Big K.J. Jefferson will command the Razorback offense again this year at 20. Staying in the SEC at 20, Mark Stoops and Kentucky need a bounce back year. Disappointing season a year ago, and they got to replace Will Levis at quarterback. 19. The SEC train continued with Ole Miss at 19. Jackson Dart expected to be the QB. Spencer Sanders going to push him. Quinshawn Judkins, outstanding running back. Sooners will be in Oxford next year. 18. I've been working on the railroad at 18. Texas. Quinn Ewers cut his hair. Can Arch Manning push him? They get Alabama in week two. 17. The National Runners-Up came in at 17. TCU, who will be led this year by Chandler Scoop Morris at quarterback. And then uh, the last team we unveiled at 16. When we talked about them, Drake, they were in the Pac-12. Washington at 16, headed to the Big Ten now. Watch out for them. Huskies live up there, you know, behind the mountain, up there in the great Pacific Northwest. Nobody knows about them. Nobody watches them. They got a squad now. Michael Penix Jr. can go. Watch out for Washington, which brings us to today. The number 15 ranked team in the T-Row in the morning show, top 25 college football countdown is... 
it's it's a run of purple. Draker in the countdown. You got to do a better job of keeping it secret tomorrow, Drake. You let the cat out of the bag earlier today, perhaps. Dropping hints. Kansas State comes in at number 15. Kansas State, Drake, the Big 12 champions last year. Did you remember that? Yes. Yes, I did. Despite how could you, you forget that Big 12 well, title game last TCU year? TCU played for the national championship. I bet if you ask the average college football fan across the country. That's true. Who won the Big 12 championship game last TCU. year? They would have said TCU. Yep. No. Not Kansas so State. fast, my friend. Then they got pounded by Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. But 10 wins last year, K-State, one of those wins including against Oklahoma. Boy, Chris Kleiman's a good coach, isn't he? Will Howard back at quarterback this year. We didn't think Will Howard was any good, and then he got really good. So going to be fascinating to see what he does this year because no more Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn is now carrying the Dallas Cowboys on his back, Draker. Um, boy, here's the deal about K-State on offense. Will Howard back, entire very good offensive line back. Those are great things. Returning quarterback, returning offensive line. But they got to replace maybe the single biggest weapon in the conference last year in Deuce Vaughn. And they really don't have much in the way of guys to throw it to either. Um, DJ Giddens probably going to carry the rock this year, although they brought in Treshawn Ward as well at running back. Uh, wide receiver, Phillip Brooks, really the only guy back that's played much for them. So the skill positions are a question. Not that somebody won't emerge. I have full faith Chris Kleiman's going to figure it out. I'm not here to underestimate K-State. I'm done with that a long time ago. I don't know. What were they voted in the preseason poll this year, Drake? Whatever it is, it's too low. K-State will overachieve. But they do have some serious question marks because Deuce Vaughn is gone. And then on defense, defense, Felix Anudike Uzoma and Julius Brent's gone. I mean, they had NFL talent on Kansas State last year. And they have to replace some big-time playmakers on both sides of the ball. Now, Daniel Green returned at linebacker. He's very good. Most thought he was going to the NFL. He decided to come back for a super senior season. Got a couple of guys up front and Khalid Duke and Nate Matlack that are good players. Uh, Kobe Savage back on the back end, but he's really the only one back there that returns. So, uh, solid, but big-time difference-making playmakers that have gone on to the NFL for Kansas State, that they got to answer that question. Who's going to fill in and put touchdowns on the board this year? Who's going to uh, upset the quarterback like Anudika Ozoma did last year? Who's going to make the big plays in the secondary like Julius Brents did last year? The schedule's reasonable. They should start 4-0, Southeast Missouri, Troy, at Missouri could be tricky, but K-State's better than them, and UCF in Manhattan. They should start 4-0. Then they have an off week, and then the real Big 12 fun begins. Home games against TCU, Houston, Baylor, and Iowa State. They should win all of those except perhaps TCU. 
I would favor K-State in Manhattan, but that'll be a tough game. Road games at Oklahoma State, at Texas Tech, at Texas, at Kansas. I think OSU is down this year. K-State gives them fits anyway. At Tech, at Texas, at Kansas will all be tough. Um, This is a team in contention for the Big 12. We've mentioned so far Texas Tech, Texas, and TCU. Kansas State, the fourth team on our countdown, definitely in contention for the conference. They got a, they got some stumbling blocks in there. I think they probably lose a couple of games along the way, maybe three. I'm looking at ten and two, maybe nine and three for K State. Thank God they're not on OU's schedule this year, Drake. But they'll be good. Chris Kleiman can coach. Those guys will be tough. They got an experienced quarterback. They got the entire offensive line back. I don't know the names who's going to be the new playmakers for them, and I got serious doubts they've got somebody like Deuce Vaughn on that squad. But K-State will be in the mix. Kansas State at 15, too high, too low, or just right. I think it's just right. I mean, you you mentioned all the playmakers that they had lost off of last year's team, but you do have a playmaker at quarterback that, I mean, really, if it weren't for Max Duggan, Will Howard might have been the story of the conference last year as far as biggest surprise uh, contributors to any team last year. Um, he was fantastic, what, the last yeah. six, seven games of the year yeah. for them. And quarterback is unquestionably the biggest, the most important thing that you can have for a team coming back. Um, Chris Kleiman is a very talented coach, and I mean – like you said, it seems like every single year, regardless of what NFL talent they might have uncovered in recruiting, because it seems like Kansas State always finds the diamonds in the rough that mm-hmm. they're able to just whittle down into a NFL-type player, they always seem to find somebody new. And I, I just feel like K-State is going to be a legitimate contender for the Big 12 again this year. And like you said, you've got faith that they'll do it again. Absolutely. And I am 100% in agreement that I am glad that OU does not travel to Manhattan this year because that is a trip that you always dread as a Sooner fan. I think think 15 just right for K-State. Kansas State at 15. Coming up top of the hour, our good buddy Stan Weber, color analyst for the Wildcats, joins us live on the show. 7.50 on a Monday morning. We'll be back. The home of Sooner fans. Home for Sooner recruiting coverage. Home of your Sooner game day voices. Home of the best pre- and post-game coverage. Join the movement. Download the free KRF app now to listen anywhere, anytime. We are where diehard Sooner fans listen. Final segment of Hour 2 of the T-Row in the Morning Show on this Monday. Uh, if you missed it, last segment, team number 15 in the top 25 countdown, T-Row's top 25 countdown, brought to you by Carter Jennings Law Firm. Uh, Kansas State revealed as number 15 in the top 25 countdown. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by the great people at Black Thunder Roofing. Visit blackthunderroofing.com to schedule an S-Man inspection today or give them a call at 405-473-8028. They cover Almost all of the metro area, uh, out to Shawnee, Yukon, Mustang, all the way down to Purcell, and they're locally operated in the Norman and Edmond 
areas as well. Give them a call, 405-473-8028, or visit blackthunderroofing.com for all of your storm damage needs today. Uh, Knippel Meyer Chevrolet text line real quick, T-Row. Mm-hmm. Uh, have the what last... What folks saying out there? Uh, out of the 918 on the Knippel Meyer Chevrolet text line, have the last place Power 5 uh, team play the winner of the G5 conference and a quote-unquote bowl game each year for the right to play in a Power 5 league. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know how you determine who's last place. I would think that you would probably have to have, like, almost like a secondary, like a consolation playoff, wouldn't you? To where you have the bottom dog of each conference play against the top the conference champions from the ah, group of four, something like yeah, that. We, I, we, we don't, I don't know. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, Ken Eppelmeyer, Triple A text line. Toby, if FSU was independent, would they still have to pay the ACC exit fees? Would What are your thoughts? Yes. Yeah, I think that they'd still owe that money. Yeah, that uh, they will not do that. If because they they they're exit fee is going to be so ginormous that they're going to have to, the only reason they would do it is because the money they're going to be getting from a new conference offsets that plus a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, my hopes aren't high of them finding a play. I think the ACC is going to stick together and uh, Florida State's going to stay there. I don't think they like it, but I think that's the way it's going to be. Now we got four, uh, Four big boys, and the ACC is one of them. All right, 758, top of the hour. We go live to the Little Apple when we come back. We're talking K-State football. They're our team today, number 15 in the countdown. Stan Weber, color analyst for the Wildcats on the other side. From the gridiron to the hardwood to the diamond, no one covers the Sooners like we do. If it's Sooner Sports, we have you covered 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. This is the home of Sooner fans. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app.